You are now tuned in to the AddictedToSuccess.com podcast, where geniuses, entrepreneurs, and next-level game-changers share their juicy little secrets on achieving massive success. This is the advice you wish you heard years ago. Be prepared and take note as we expose the realness and the raw of what it takes to be successful on AddictedToSuccess.com. Now, before we get into this interview, I have an exclusive opportunity for you that I'd love to bring to your attention. And that is I have just launched a six to 12 month mastermind called the Circle of Influence, where I'll be taking you under my wing to show you how to build a platform online that generates an income for you so you can have more freedom in your life. I'm also going to show you how to become a powerful influencer online so that you can score interviews and so you can get exposure on major publications and platforms. And I'm going to even show you how to build these platforms yourself, such as a website, podcast, a YouTube channel, and a social media following so that you can get your message out there to millions. I'm also going to show you how to network with other incredible leaders online so that you can interview them and so that you can collaborate with them and really show you how to refine your story so you can share it in an unforgettable way to score more interviews, to score book deals, and to gain more speaking opportunities so that you can become a powerhouse leader. Now, if this speaks to you, make sure you head over to IamJoelBrown.com slash apply and get in before I close my doors on this live interactive exclusive opportunity where I'm going to go deep with you and with the community of Circle of Influence Game Changers. Don't miss this. Now let's get into this interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Joel Brown from AddictedToSuccess.com and I'm here today with my main man, Jabril Ogoro from Passport Heavy. Uh, He's an incredible travel content creator, an incredible expert around branding and marketing. And he knows how to have fun. We're just (laughs) hanging out last night here in beautiful Bali, Indonesia. Man, it's an absolute honor to be here. Here's the funny thing. I've been following Addicted to Success for probably eight, nine years. I was just searching around for personal development, inspiration. I didn't know who was behind it. And so I've just been blindly following for years. So I've literally just been a fan of the brand for you know so many years, so it's just an honor. And it's kind of like, whoop, there's a mosquito. But um, it's all good. <laughs> That's what happens in the tropics, yeah. <laughs> and so it's just an honor um, to share. And so, man, I'm all yours, whatever you have. Um, I just want to share um, what I've gained you know, over the last almost like 20 years of marketing online. 20 uh, years? Nah, man. Damn, you're an OG. <laughs> no, I love that, I love it. So, okay, so how old are you right now? I'm 31. 31, so 20 years, you, you jumped into branding, marketing, content creation at Almost like 11, 20 years. 12 years old? Yeah, I was like, I was like 12, Damn, like 12, 13. That's crazy. So, all right, so real quick, 11, 12 years old, what was going on in your mind that was like, I need to do this branding marketing thing? Like what, what inspired you at that age? Well, I wasn't exactly branding and marketing back then. Uh, I started selling products on, there's this website called eBay um, back <laughs> in the day. And so I, was, I ended up becoming a power seller on eBay. Right, right. I love that. What were you selling? Uh, first, Sonic the Hedgehog toys. And so I was <laughs> buying them for about a dollar and then I'm um, selling them from 15 to $20 a, a piece. And then I got into the health and nutritional weight loss supplements. Oh, man, I love this. I love <laughs> it. Was there anyone at that time that inspired you to go when you see an opportunity, now it's time to take hold of it? Or what was it? Because at 11, 12 years old, most kids just, yeah. they're, they're thinking about like, you know, like homework 
and uh, <laughs> cartoons and things of that nature. What, what triggered that? I, I wish I could tell you like, oh man, I read this inspirational <laughs> book or I saw this inspirational piece. But it, I guess it was just kind of like my natural hustler instinct. Like, I mean, I was a kid selling candy at school when I was like in third grade, second grade. And then it was like, I was selling CDs, hey, Sony Music and whatever, don't come after me. But like, <laughs> I was burning CDs and everything. And then it just transitioned like, so I had this local area, you know, I could sell stuff in school, that was great. But I saw this internet, like, and at a young age, I was like, wow, I can actually target everyone in the United States, everyone in the United Kingdom, you know, through this platform, through eBay. So I saw a global marketplace. I was like, I could sell a lot more. I was like, I'm selling to kids in school. I was like, this is a whole global marketplace. Man, I love that. I love it. I feel like our um, stories are very parallel. I, at seven years old, I was selling, I was going and working next door with my neighbor. He's giving me pocket money. I was then going and buying uh, Toblerone and mint patty chocolates and going and selling them to neighbors at double the price. I was like, yeah. I can double this, right? And then I was yeah. buying basketball cards and I was inspired by Space Jam and all these things. <laughs> and I love that you shared this because, you know, at such a young age, what we do is we have this like, I guess like it's, it's this creativity of like anything is possible and I can yeah. create this, right? For the most part, if you've had a, an environment yeah. that has nurtured that. Um, I like the fact that you had this like no limit mindset and mm -hmm. you still hold it today. So obviously with your business, You've reached massive numbers when it comes to the views on YouTube. You guys can check him out if you're listening or watching right now. Yeah. Type in uh, Passport Heavy, okay, and have a look. He's got incredible videos. He works with some of the best video creators, uh, you know, the vi video guys on the back end of this right now <laughs> recording. And, uh, you know, if you have a look at his videos, you'll see they're just epic. Uh, so, you know, I love that you've gone in and you've really looked at, like, how do we create something that has impact? Yeah. That is long lasting, but not only that, what's what's high quality too? So tell us a little bit about your setup, like the systems that you have in place and how you market to the world. Okay, so entrepreneurs, because we have a lot of entrepreneur listeners. Okay. So there's a few different things that I do. Um, I kind of break them down as quickly as possible. Yeah. So there's three main businesses that I have. So number one, we have a, my, with my partner John Pembethy, we have a course called Add Value, and it's called that intentionally. So we like to always say with our content, you want to add value to people's lives. So most people, when they see advertisements on the internet, it's just, uh, it's just like, oh, it's an ad. But with us, we like to create content people want to share, and they actually learn something from, and they, they, so basically we always add value to someone's life before we take anything. And so we have a Facebook educational company and you know, sales funnels and all that, and we teach people how to create um, great marketing. And then I also have a financial educational company yep. with my business partner, Tiffany the Budgetista, um, like my sister. And so we have an audience that we have like 800,000 people on an email list. Wow. And then um, we have like over 20,000 members right now in our paying membership site. And we teach people about budgeting, saving, investing, all of these different um, things. And so that's another major thing that I do. And also passport heavy. So we create travel documentaries around the world. And I saw a really big gap in the in the travel industry. I first just started, you know, doing these videos by myself, you know, cheap little three hundred dollar camera. So and there's there's like a time in life where you say, Hey, I am just okay at this. This is not my not my calling. Like I've been doing taking pictures that they call me Pavarazzi as a kid. Like I love taking pictures, I love doing videos. But my brain creatively, I can't put stuff together the way I envision it. 
right? And so I had to get people, I had to put a team together to be able to help create this vision, right? Um, to bring it to life. So when people see these videos, it might be, you know, my vision of what, but like I can't do, so like the man behind the camera right now, the way his mind works creatively, it's kind of like an art class, I gotta see because I might see what I want, but I can't actually create it. So bringing the team together, everything that I like to do is, you know, is team-based because I feel like we can grow faster, bigger, and just accomplish more. I love this, man. You're the visionary and the orchestrator. And I like that you've learned, obviously, every aspect of your business mm -hmm. enough to be able to communicate to the people that work with you on how you would like it to be executed to. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That's smart, man. That's smart entrepreneurship. Yeah. Definitely. Well done. What do you see in the, in the branding and marketing space that you feel is a big problem right now and you see a lot of people keep going down this route and you're like, no, no, you're like pulling your hair, don't do this, this is wrong. What is it? What's that thing that people are doing wrong right now? Um, quite, it's simple, but people miss it, is that they don't treat people like people, especially on the internet. So they see, when they say, when I just said 800,000, like 800,000, wow, but no, that's 800,000 individual stories. There's a heartbeat. There's like, I see so many people with a list of like, maybe 500 people that will outperform someone with a list of 10,000 because they treat those individual on their list like people and they don't forget that. I tell people each and every day, just because you have this huge audience of whatever, a million people, don't lose sight of this, you know, there are heartbeats on you know, the end of these screens, these cell phones. And so that's the biggest thing that I see people missing. They're just chasing the numbers and just forgetting that there's actual human beings um, on the other side. Right. Wow. That's crazy, man. I, I feel the same way. With two and a half million uh, social media followers, I'm addicted to success. And the thing is, man, I don't want any more followers. I want, I want to create leaders. I want people that are inspired by the work that we do. And I, feel, I know you feel the same way because we've spoken about this before. So that it can go out in the world and create this ripple effect, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. So let's say you get an idea. Mm -hmm. it's like, whether it's like a product or it's a course, or whatever it may be. You've got this idea, what, what comes next? Do you sit down with it? Do you get the team together and say, hey, let's execute on this? What would be like a general thing, I'd say like step-by-step step that you would follow to get it to a place of it's online, you've got a community around it, and it's you know, selling or it's, uh, it's moving in the marketplace? Uh, great question. And then this is, so this is one of my weaknesses right here. And so this is where the team really comes into play. So I juggle too many things at times. And so when it comes to executing, I'm like, oh, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And so there's so many things and then a lot of stuff never gets done. And so I sit down with sometimes, like there's a guy named Mike on my team, there's other, um, you know, woman called Katora, just other people. I'm like, okay, this is what I wanna do. All right, let's write it down, here are the actionable steps. And then they keep me accountable of saying, okay, Jabril, here's our deadlines, here's what we have to do, but definitely writing it down because I see so many um, great ideas leave. And then so like even yesterday, um, people, so I had a little gathering um, at the house yesterday and there's this guy, I don't know if you met him, he's a Dutch guy named Lars, kind of oh, tall yeah. Dutch guy. And well, I'm going to take a little, it's getting hotter here, so I'm just going to wipe my forehead. <laughs> right during the interview. And so he had this card game. And literally from idea, within like two weeks, he created it. And it's called, uh, I forgot the exact name of it, Vitalis. But now he's literally, you know, he was in this stage for four years of 
am I going to make it? Am I not? Just, you know, basically just spinning tires, Perfection. listening to, you know, yeah. listening to podcasts and everything. Had this idea. Boom. He's doing affiliate office. But then he made this card game, mm. sold 200 to friends and family, put up some Facebook ads. All right. And then uh, within two months, he's already over $100,000 a month. That's insane. Like, he was four years of just trying to kind of make it, and then boom, and then eight months later, he's in Forbes, they do an article on him, and now, two and a half years later, he's sold 173,000 units of his card game. Love that, man. Absolutely love that. That's inspiring. With uh, the content you're creating right now, what would yeah. you say is your most exciting piece, and why? Oh, man. That's a... Uh, <laughs> That's a big question. Maybe two pieces. <laughs> okay, two. I can do two. So definitely Passport Heavy. So we, and so to give you some more context on Passport Heavy, so we created a video out here in Bali and all these different places that we go. I saw the content was, it was either very visually, um, you know, appealing, yeah. you know, some beautiful person that has beautiful music and, you know, they're running through the rice fields or on the beach, they're having the time of their life. But there wasn't any real substance. You don't know anything about this place. You don't know anything about the people. You don't know what they're actually feeling. What are the stories in these places? And so I felt like in the, in the space, there's too much beautiful content. Obviously, you want to have beautiful content. But there wasn't anything that gave people insight on what these actual... So like here in Shanggu, what is it actually like on a day-to-day -day basis? And so that is um, the content that I'm really excited about making. We're making more and more content like that. And then also, um, we're creating now more digital nomad uh, content because this industry is growing. And if you don't know, does your audience know what digital nomads are? Yeah, yeah. We've had some people uh, come onto the podcast that live the freedom lifestyle, that have mm -hmm. online businesses. That's what it is, you know, to move from place to place and to have that time freedom. Yeah, and so just creating a lot of resources that help people. Uh, so, you know, more videos on YouTube. I just love creating content that has people. I know for a fact I've inspired thousands and thousands of people to leave their home in the United States, if it's the United Kingdom, and just go out. And they're like, yo, I would never even have dreamed leaving, but I've seen the videos, and it gave me the confidence to go ahead and, you know, visit these new places. And so I get so much joy in that. And then it also, like you said, it's that ripple effect. They might have only two or 300 followers on their Instagram, mm -hmm. but then they inspire two of their friends to go, and it just continues, and it continues, and, it can, and I've seen it. Um, and it, yeah, it just really, it, it fills my soul um, deeply. So those, that's the content that I'm super excited about. Wonderful. Now, you're obviously passionate about creating inspiring content. You're, you're passionate about teaching mm -hmm. others. You're passionate about impact. Let's talk money, because money okay. can sometimes be the elephant <laughs> in the room, right? It's like the, you do, a lot of people like, don't want to say they want to go there because they want to sound like they're all about contribution and impact. Yeah. Let's talk money as a, in a way of a measurement of like, progress within business. So what would you say is like a big, what, what's your biggest month or your biggest year in the way of financial achievement? So like biggest month right now, we did about 300. 300K? Yeah, 300K. Yep, okay. So, and the reason why I ask this is because I'm going to circle back around to the point where, you know, you were living in the U.S., mm -hmm. right? And you're like, man, I have this dream of traveling the world. What shifted in you to go from that to then now having, you know, 300K uh, months and, you know, traveling to all these incredible countries? What was it within your money mindset that you feel really shifted for you to, to be empowered 
to go out and to create things of value to then be rewarded financially to now build this empire that you're building? Um, I would say probably one of my first mentors uh, back in 2000, 2004, I saw him and he, I mean, I love him and he taught me just, you know, whatever you can imagine, you can literally create. Yeah. And so, and with that, it just, I don't know, I was around him, like I was seeing like, you know, he's living in this big house and me, I, like my mom's never made more than 25,000 in a year. Mm -hmm. You know, we live in this small, you know, two bedroom apartment in Chicago. The value of our apartment was like $30,000. Um, you know, really humble beginnings. And then, so I went out to, like, you know, when I went up to his house, and I was like, oh my God, they got a full fridge. Like, all of these things that, like, I was just like, I want that one day. I want nice Nikes and just all of these things. And then when I was hanging out with him more and more, I used to put, like, people in big houses and all on a pedestal. It, it felt like they were almost, like, supernatural. But when I got around them more, I was like, wow. Like, they're not that much different than me. Mm. And that was, it wasn't really like anything else other than just being around people that's, that's like, that's they're not that much different. And it gave me like this, cause I used to have this thing in my brain that was like, it was just like, those are the other people and they, they know something that I don't know. And they, they obviously did, you know, there was information, but not in the way of like, I thought there was like this secret thing they were like locking away. Right. And that was the thing for me, just being around people. And I'm just like, they're not that much smarter than me, basically. <laughs> right, yeah, they, they obviously broke through some limitations. They rewrote their story. They had a vision. They were resourceful and they learned the right strategies, right? And the, the awesome thing about that, and I'd love to highlight it, is the fact that like, nothing's out of your reach. You already have the resources within you and around you to make anything possible. Definitely. Right? And your dreams are actually way closer than you think. Absolutely. I casting visions and, and like, going you know, five years from now, but then when I got intentional, intentional about my life, I ended up hitting that dream within two years. Ah, man. And I was like, wow, like, I'm sure, you've probably experienced it, right? Like, the, the, like, when you ask me about money, it's like, I don't like to talk about money too much, but like, one of the greatest joys for me is like, the people that I've impacted. Like, I've seen so many people come into my life that were just like, they had no idea what they're walking into, right. and then boom, they're like, yo, I'm saving up for a pair of Jordans. Now they're making 300000 a year. Boom. Like, they're plumbers in New Zealand. Like, and these are true stories. These are not, like, hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in, last year, he, you know, he's done $1.8 million. Um, there's, and there's so many. I could talk about Renee. And then, you know, you know I won't even talk about her, obviously, since she's here. Now, but, like, she's an influencer and, you know, making multiple six figures a year. Uh, there's just so many different people that once they get around the right group, and, they, and the thing is though, they have to have the skills, you have to actually have something of substance. Absolutely. But then it's like, you almost can put like a battery pack in someone and yeah. breathe life into them saying, mm -hmm. and they're like, damn, maybe I can do this. <laughs> and I don't want to sound like a personal development, oh, maybe I can do this, but it's really like that though. Right. And I've seen it time and time again, it'll happen more and more at just bigger and bigger um, stages. Yeah, it's, it's great that you went there because I remember we had Les Brown on the podcast yeah. a few months back. And he said that, Joel, the thing that really was a catalyst, he said, someone believed in me when I didn't. Yeah. When he was younger in the radio station there and he was, he was trying to make a break and someone said to him, you would be a great 
motivational speaker. Yeah. And he kind of toyed with the idea in his mind, in his imagination, but then when someone came in and just reinforced that, and I'm saying like, you don't have to always be relying on someone else, yeah. but it is nice when someone comes along going, yeah, 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 go give it a shot. Yeah. It's possible. Definitely. That's, that's awesome, man. So obviously the big key takeaway from this is surround yourself with people that are playing at a higher level and then realize that like, whatever greatness is within them, you also have that somewhere in you. No, absolutely. That kind of gives me, I want to give people, man, I'm so hot in here. When I get excited and start talking, like, <laughs> the, the energy is like, out of you, man. <laughs> I love it. And um, so an actionable step that I want to um, give people, because yes. I just kind of, um, kind of triggered something in me. And so people like, so how do I get around people of influence? How do I get around people of affluence? How do I get into these different circles? Yeah. Right? So what is your skill set? How can you add value to that circle that you want to be in? Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe you're a filmmaker. So just because you hear like this filmmaker is maybe making this amount of money, go in and make a free video. Show them what you can do. Make yourself so irre you know, irreplaceable. They're like, oh my God, I need to get around that person. And then yeah. you start getting introduced to different circles. And then before you know it, you're like, oh my God, I'm around all these ultra successful people and now they've all seen my work and now they all want what I have. For me, for marketing, I used to do marketing campaigns for literally like $10, um, like $100 for like, a, like an hour coaching session and stuff, right. right? Just because I wanted to demonstrate what I could do. And then I also used to do my own marketing campaigns before I started working with anyone else. I put my own money in just to show, okay, this is what I'm doing. Here are the numbers. Here's what I can do. Right. And so that's a big thing. If you're a painter, you know, go ahead, graphic design, and reach. And social media has made it so easy to go ahead. And so if you see something, go ahead and mock something up for someone. Tag them in there. And, and then when they see it, like I'm telling you, people are going to see it, especially when you go ahead and put some energy out and actually create something. They're like, oh, that's actually really good. Verse, like a lot of people, one of the worst things people can say is, oh man, I just want to pick your brain. And, um, <laughs> and it's like, you have to think from like that other person's perspective. Uh, if they have thousands of people already wanting their time, what a value are you bringing? Unless you look like um, Naomi Campbell or whatever, like you have to use realistic things. And I try and be so realistic with people. Bring value to the circle, and then you know you're gonna see it grow. Oh man, love it! Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I think you've got to really narrow in on what is your superpower. Yeah. Right. Instead of leaning into like, oh, I think someone's gonna like this and going there, lean more into where your genius is. Play really well in that to the point where, like you said, you become irreplaceable. I love that that line, that irreplaceable. It's like you've got this talent that's needed. I think. Um, Steve, Steve Martin says, um, be so good they can't ignore you. Absolutely. Right? Because a lot of people were like out there going, oh, I hope that they accept me. I hope that they'll bring me in the team. It's like, no, nah, be so freaking good in your mastery mm. that they come for you and they're like, I need your talent. Definitely. Right? But in the meantime, ask, ask. Don't be afraid to ask. When you're on a mission, the mission, when you get so crazy in love with it, it even shadows the talent in itself. Absolutely. So moving forward, what is your mission as a big hole right now? If you had a 10-year vision that was casted out, what would that, in a nutshell, look like for you? Wow, man. 
Big question. <laughs> Big questions. <laughs> I mean, I throw it out there. Like, normally I, I keep a lot of my dreams and visions to myself. Um, but I, I'll share part of it. Part of it is definitely uh, to inspire millions of people to live this digital nomadic lifestyle and step into their power and experience the world. I think people grow so much when they do that. So to offer the world resources to show them, like it doesn't matter, you don't have to do Facebook ads like Jabril, you don't have to be you know, a motivational um, you know, expert, like you. you don't have to be a filmmaker like Anthony, you don't have to be an influencer, you, could, you don't have to be a, um, a graphic designer. There's so many different ways, and so my thing is, I wanna bring a collective of stories so people can see you can be exactly who you are and live the life that you want. Like you said, step into your superpower. And so I just wanna give people that confidence that the market is big enough for you and what it is that you have to offer to the marketplace. So that is one of the biggest things to become one of the premier um, kind of platforms for, for digital nomads. And second, um, I would definitely say is um, with our financial educational company in the United States, like I wanna shift people's um, mindsets with money and really educate them about budgeting and saving. A lot of times it's not that we have um, an income problem, we have a budgeting and spending problem yeah. versus um, so much of an income problem. Yeah. And because I know for me, like, you don't really need that much. So like when I was back in the United States, I had 50 pairs of shoes or 100 pairs of shoes. And when I started traveling around the world, I'm like, man, like I actually left a bag and I only have two pairs of shoes here. I've got like three shirts and like two pants. Like people, like, um, it's funny, like my girl was just joking. Yeah, she's like, look at your Instagram feed. You're wearing the same shirt and like eight, like literally like five of the last nine pictures. I was like. That's confidence. <laughs> I am not my clothes. <laughs> I love it. Man. Oh, that's awesome. So just with the actionable piece that you shared before to recap for the listeners and the yeah. viewers is to really sit down and, and, and write out what are you going to bring that is of value yeah. to the circle that you desire to step into. So make sure you do that, all right? Make sure you action that. Jabril, just to wrap this up on the back end, just um, something that they can take away, the listeners can take away. Uh, what are two to three pieces of software, online tools, resources that you love to use that you feel really uh, is useful within your business? Uh, great question. Man, plugs for people, no affiliate links. Nah. <laughs> so number one tool that I use, I don't know if you call it a tool or stuff, but I mean, Facebook ads, I feel like you're, I don't know if that classifies, but for me, I love ad platforms like Facebook, even Snapchat ads now, um, YouTube ads. I, I believe it enables you to supercharge how quickly you wanna reach people. If you know how to use those tools, you can multiply not only your financial um, abundance, but also your message to the world in a really fast and targeted way. So I, I don't know if that really classifies. And then as far as tools. Would you, just would you say like Facebook and Instagram is one better than yeah. the other right now or are they both pretty on par? Um, right now we see about similar numbers, but I know Instagram is growing um, not in day. Like I really jumped on the Instagram hard in the last like year and I love it. And that's funny, that's actually how we connected. Oh yeah, yeah, there was an ad up on Instagram, I clicked on it, I was like, who is this guy? Because you know, I saw your, yeah. your caption, 
and freedom lifestyle. And some there are a lot of people out there that just like say they're boasted, but they're not really living it. And I saw, I like me measured up, and I was like, yeah, this guy's legit. <laughs> so it's good. It's good to see that you're standing in it, and it's and it's authentic. Yeah. And then I use man automated webinars like. Like, so I, I use Webinar Jam right now, um, but I also started probably gonna use uh, Kartra. Um, man, it sounds like a, such a plug for us, <laughs> but I love these people. So uh, yeah, with Frank and Andy, um, I love Kartra. I mean, I've been also using uh, ClickFunnels and like that's um, what I use. And then also for, for numbers for us, I mean, for our membership site, um, Thinkorific is, um, has been really, really, really good for us. I've used quite a few different ones, but for us, we're able to customize it. Um, we had a custom programmer come in, and so for us, I think, for me, if there was something that I could leave people with, uh, reoccurring continuity uh, type of programs are where, where I play right now. I've changed my whole business models before. I used to be a lot of one-off products. So it's like you buy one product, and then you stop. And then so shout out to um, Stu McLaren was a, a big inspiration for me when it comes to um, getting the reoccurring income going. Because I was like, hmm, he, he had this. I don't know if you ever heard of Michael Hyatt. Yeah, yeah, Michael Hyatt. Yeah. And then so he, platform, right? Yeah, yeah. So he helped Michael Hyatt launch his membership. And they were doing about 250 grand a month. And he's like, it's the most predictable income that you could have. And so for a lot of stuff, he's like with launches and everything. It's so hard to kind of build a business when you're like, you know, the months are going up and down. Right. But with a reoccurring income, it's the closest thing that you have to a job income. Right. And so I was like, I was just sitting back like, yeah, that is a lot like my life. I'm like, oh, man, we just did that massive month. Now it went down. And now, like, I mean, with our, with our membership, I mean, we literally have like close to, yeah, we have like 200,000 of one of our membership sites um, just on reoccurring monthly income. Another one's at like 70 grand a month. Um, and so it's actually more than three, it's actually more than, but, um, but, um, but yeah, the reoccurring um, is amazing. The thing I love about it too, and thanks for sharing that as well, I really appreciate you being transparent. The thing I love about it as well when it's in the online space is that there's not a lot of overhead. Bro. Like that's crazy that we can do this in business now, like our grandma and grandpa, like back in the day, I don't know, most businesses would have crazy overhead. No. We're very blessed. No, definitely, Take definitely, definitely. Be grateful for it and really utilize it. Absolutely, man. Those are the tools, and I guess my other tools are just. I gotta say again, shout out to my business partners, John Pembethy and Tiffany DeBudgeonisa. Both of those businesses wouldn't happen. We complement each other um, so well, and then obviously my whole entire like passport heavy team. And so um, yeah, without the teams, it's nothing. Right, and you create an awesome culture where you take your team with you, <laughs> and you travel with you, and you guys have fun and create an awesome content. So yeah. that's such a great model, man. I love it. So we're about to end this interview, and uh, where can the listeners and the viewers find you online? So if there's one thing that I would love to um, share with the audience, and like I am so addicted to its success, is, <laughs> is Passport Heavy. Yeah. And just a message that we're bringing to the world. We're also having more creators come online for there. And one of the distinctions for us is it's not just like a place that shows off beautiful destinations. We literally have just different content and different content creators. So it's not just me in the video. So Renee will be sharing how she continue to, con 
<laughs> I went half an hour without stumbling. But um, so how she can, you know, travel around the world nonstop. And so she'll show off a place like Bali, have a little segment of, hey, this is how I continue to travel. I'm an influencer or my cousin. He might be a musician, and then so he can still make his music on the road, but he might be showing you Norway around the world and what it's like there. And so everyone actually is doing something. They're not just like actors in um, a video. And that's such an important thing for me is that people are actually living it in the videos. It's not like they're just flown in for like two days. Because for me, it's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not authentic. And for me, everything, I want it to be real. So that's real. That's human. <laughs> no, I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much, man. So, last question okay. to end every interview. The question is, if you were to deliver your last 30-second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Man, what a powerful question. Last 30 seconds of a speech. I would probably say... Uh, thank you to my, uh, thank you mom, thank you to my entire family, thank you God for, you know, blessing me with this amazing life and um, thank you for everyone who's allowed me to um, impact their life and people that have impacted me and I just hope that I've made the world a better place um, from the time that I've been here and one thing that I'd like to leave you with is where you start in life is not where you have to end up.